This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and the Shine On You Crazy Daisy book volume two. And today I would love to introduce you to Angela Raspers from your next chapter. Angela, thank you so much for being a part of the book and the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Ah, it's a delight. I appreciate the invitation very much. We're in great company in this, in this book, in this podcast. Uh, well, there's two sides to my business, Judy. Essentially, I'm a business mentor and author and what I call a self-worth educator. So I have your next chapter, which is where all my business programs are, where I support women typically in their 40s and beyond, step into the next version of them. And it's supported by the Center for Self-Worth because without your connection to self-worth, doesn't matter what your goals are, it's unlikely you'll make them happen. But they all live on on my name website, AngelaRaspers.com. So you'll find it all there. Amazing. Thank you. Um, I want everybody to read your chapter <laughs> because there is so much packed into it. But the language that you use, you're so clever with your language. You talk about discontent being grounded in the opportunity for curiosity. Mm. more. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Well, that feeling of discontent, I think a lot of women sort of turn the volume down on it, whether it be in business or life, there's like a, often a feeling of, well, this is like, I should be happy. Everything that's happening here is, you know, it's all going along okay. But nevertheless, discontent can can keep sort of poking itself, a little head up and sort of, you know, checking things out. Mm-hmm. And discontent is indicative that a change is coming. Okay, we can, we can move along in a chapter and everything feels fine. Then we'll get to a point, which is usually a growth edge for us when we've saturated what it is that we can do and we want to expand. And so discontent arrives to let us know that there's something more. So the curiosity piece is that we might push it away or we might try and jump past it, but we've got to fully turn and look at it and get under the surface. Okay, so what is it that I'm not enjoying? If this isn't what I want, what do I want? And so we start to flip that. We look for the thread. What catches your attention from from a business sense? That could be that you've seen a particular person doing a certain thing and it's made you go, oh, or it might be that you've read an article and you go, ah, or it might be that you're flicking through a newspaper or, or a magazine, if we still do that sort of thing, or a book and go, wow that really resonated there's where the curiosity is you got to follow that thread and see what is there for you discontent is always the beginning of change and so I think it's a good thing my mind's blowing um I (laughs) because I think (laughs) so many people have been through this bit especially with lockdown and with the change in the way that they've been able to look at things and see things and there's been so much discontent and it's whether we have looked at that and thought okay this is the time to be curious or we've looked at that and thought that's it um everything I think like we talked about before we hit record a lot of people and I'm seeing it as well in in lockdown we've been locked down here in Sydney for feels like forever and space sort of opens up a little bit now I'm not negating the 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 negative impact that you know, COVID has had on a lot of people, but just pausing and putting that aside, 
there is a lot of people who are also saying, wow, this has given me the space to breathe and to think and to recognize that I want to do something different. Now, it could be a leap into something really different, or it could just be a little pivot or pirouette, as we started to call it. We got sick of pivot. And so um, many, many people are sitting at that edge of a new chapter, of their next chapter. And that's where the curiosity really helps. Give yourself permission to explore. Give yourself that chance. I love it. Um, what I also <laughs> love in your chapter is you talked about your inner sage being a massive part of how you found yourself and saved yourself from addiction. Can you tell us about that part of your life? Mm, happily. It's actually, it was funny. I was talking about this with my husband just a couple of days ago. When I got sober, which was 16 years ago now, it was really hush hush. And it was, and there was not all of these over here, hello, Sunday morning and sober in the country and smart recovery and books. And, and it's everywhere. Like people who want to step out of addiction, they don't feel like complete pariahs because there's so many examples and stories about it being, you know, not, not something you want to experience, but something that's not that unusual. But 16 years ago, it was still pretty shh and like keep it in the shadows and huge shame, enormous shame. Fortunately, I had, and I write about this just briefly in the chapter about this particular evening where it was a typical evening, kids have gone to bed, husband's gone to bed, and I'm downstairs sort of, you know, groundhog day and feeling rather under the weather and taking a moment, I don't know what happened that night, but I just looked in the mirror and for the first time in a very long time, I actually saw into myself, mm. like I saw the pain, I saw the sadness and I saw that the expression I'd like to use is I wasn't a bad person who needed to get good. I was a sick person who needed to get well. Now that message, as far as I'm concerned, came from the inner sage. Mm. Now the inner sage to me is the voice of your self-worth. Because mm -hmm. on the other hand, you've got the inner critic, who's definitely <laughs> quite often the voice of doom, the one that tells you where you, you suck, you don't measure up, it's not going to work, it's always going to be like this. Well, the sage is a lot quieter. But in that, that evening, I just had that little door that opened and I heard her and the next day I reached out for help. Had a lot of help, right? This was not, definitely wasn't all done by myself. But because I heard her and then over the years, I've literally worked on turning the volume down on the inner critic, you know, um, softening the negative self-talk, recognizing that just like everyone, I'm imperfect and I've made not great choices always, but there's reasons for that. And there's a beautiful Maya Angelou quote that says that, you do the best you can until you know different, then you do different. And that quote was my saving grace because I did have a lot of shame around you know, my addiction. But fortunately, that's a part of my past. And I believe I'm the person I am today because yeah. of that journey, not in spite of it, because of it. We've got so much of our experience that we can all lean on. And I say next chapters are often built on skinned knees. You know, you go through shit, you get out the other side and you grow as a result. And that allows you to turn around and help somebody else. Not necessarily with addiction. It's just that now I have empathy and I recognize the depths of people's worth and how they can bring themselves through to another chapter. So it's, it was really helpful. I wouldn't have said it at the time, but yeah. now I can go, yeah, I'm glad that happened. I love that you use the word grace as well. It just has such a, a depth of feeling of, of, of how to approach anything for yourself, where yeah. you just make those conscious decisions of, is this an inner critic or is it my inner sage with grace? 
it's a, it's, it's a really important word to me and it comes along with another word which I love which I sort of created called kind sight so to look looking back with kind sight which to me is compassionate reflection mm. okay because it's very hard to oh, I love quotes a, a fellow I read that said life is lived forward but understood backwards so when you turn around and you can see all the connecting dots that brought you to here and you can appreciate them because it's given you that depth and that growth and that grace. Absolutely. Wow. Um, from reading your chapter, it looked like when you made those decisions to open up and rely on other people or ask for help, then it, it benefited you massively in being able to close businesses, open businesses, and that's all in the chapter and to be able to find your life in that. But what has that done for your future? Where does that where does that lead you? Uh, to the future? Oh, the, I guess the the one thing that I can um, really connect this to is a sense of freedom and joy. Okay, <laughs> now I'm not saying every day in my business is like happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, because like you know, bad stuff happens, disappointing things happen. But the thing is that when you are looking at all this through the lens of of self worth rather than self esteem. Okay, self-esteem is that external factors which are going to determine how you're feeling about yourself. But if we can let go of that, apologies, my um, alarm decided to go off. If you can let go of that and instead ground yourself in this foundation of self-worth, which is no matter what I do or don't do, no matter how well I achieve or don't achieve, I'm okay because I'm a safe harbor for myself. So when you have that, that grounding, that anchoring in self-worth, it means life becomes a lot more free and, joy, and joyful because even if I screw it up, I'm not going to beat myself up. Mm. I'm going to pause and I'm going to respond rather than react. I may still be sad and disappointed and cranky, but I will move through those feelings. I won't let them hijack me anymore. I just won't let it happen anymore. I love pause and respond rather than react. I think yeah, a, everybody could grasp that. It is that is the epitome for life and business. <laughs> it is. Oh, that was, we were taught that so strongly um, in the recovery movement. Mm. And there was uh, a lot of people would have heard of Viktor Frankl, who was in the concentration camps and wrote and wrote Man's Search for Meaning. And he said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our humanity. And I think that sums it up because reacting all over the place and then going, oh, shit, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have said that. Um, that's a growth edge to learn just to pause. And I don't get it right all the time. God, no. But I get it right a lot more often than I used to in terms of that ability to pause. Angela, what would be one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? Well, there's a heap, but I think the one that really stands out, and I mentioned this in the, in the chapter, is just because you can, it doesn't mean you should. Mm. Okay, so there's a lot of things that we can do. We can, and I find a lot of women in business, we often take the skills we had in corporate world mm -hmm. and we turn them into a business. And that's what I did. And I took my marketing skills and built a marketing agency. And I kept on going and I grew it and I you know, got staff and an office and all of that stuff. But I never paused and went, I can do this but do I want to? Yeah. I just went, well, hey, bigger is better, right? I mean, that's what we're all in business for. But no, bigger can mean deeper. You know, it doesn't have to mean like this. It can be like this. And so when I finally paused and went like, you know what? I'm just not happy, discontent. What do you want to do? Curiosity. Then I was free again. But I got stuck on that path for so long because I thought I can do this, so I will. Yeah. So that's the biggest lesson. Just because you can do it, 
really pause. Does it align with your values? Are you clear on what role you want this business to play in your life? Because that will have such an influence over the decisions that you make. You'll make them with grace rather than just off the cuff or being influenced by, you know, the latest trend or or what you think should happen. So, yeah, it's a really important one. (laughs) Uh, What's your favourite business book? Do you know how many books I've got in this office? Seriously, it was like, it must have taken me half an hour going through them all going. But what I actually came up with, um, it's not a strict business book, but it makes a big difference in business. Um, It's called Change Your Thinking. And it's by um, a psychologist called Sarah Edelman over here in Australia. And when I first read this, it, it helped me unlock inside my head and my brain basically the way in which my thinking was in some ways faulty and I could pick it up like we have a lot of um, thinking habits Mm -hmm. that that constrain our behavior and when we're aware of those distorted thinking patterns that we have we can go ah self-awareness boom I can make a different decision so she really looks at the brain and our, our patterns of thinking and helps us harness all of us mm-hmm. rather than you know get pulled down those paths we we're talking about before so yeah, that's my favorite book. One of I many. could listen to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for being a part of the book and for coming along today and having a chat because it's just it's so good to hear from people about their chapters and to, to hear from the horse's mouth, as it were, on, on the <laughs> that go behind everything because we we are all on the same journey. We're just yeah. kind of different avenues and. Uh, the quotes that you contain in your head never cease to surprise. I'm a word nerd. (laughs) Thanks for being a part of this, Angela. You're welcome. Thanks again. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.